there, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And a really sweet guy with a deep voice to give you a... Uh, oh, yes. Just a quick warning. Yes, the Chrissy and Heather show contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and nonsense. If you're averse to any of these ingredients, the Chrissy and Heather show may not be for you. So talk to your doctor and all your friends about this program. Let's get into it. Hello, Heather. Hey, Chrissy. How was your weekend? It was really good. Yeah, I saw pictures of your she shed yeah. that you made yourself. Uh-huh. That was nice. Yeah. It was a long weekend. It was. So. That's why That's why I paused a little bit because I was trying to remember everything that happened over the weekend. Um, but since it was a long weekend. I like weekend, that you didn't want to give me some bullshit answer. You wanted to, to really tell me if it was good or bad. Like, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, it was <laughs> like it had highs and lows, but more highs than lows. I would like to give a PSA before we get into today's grab bag. Mm-hmm. People, if you are using the reply all button <laughs> on your email, you should stop doing this. I am part of two groups right now that like planning a meeting, right. doing a, you know, a, I think there's a lot of older people in these groups. Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't know that. There's a little button at the bottom that you can choose who you want to reply to. It doesn't have to be everyone. So if there's 20 people on the email, Mm -hmm. I don't need to know that you can't make it to this event because your ex-husband is getting remarried. (laughs) And I... you know, so you need a drinking weekend or whatever, which which is great, but I've never met you and I don't need to know. <laughs> Somebody once said, I've never been tortured before, but I've been in a group text. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much. Oh, that's so funny. that's my PSA for that. <laughs> I actually had a completely different show planned today than, oh, okay. than what um, than what uh, we're about to talk about. But, okay. Uh, but I think that this is a fun one. I I think today's show is going to be amazingly fun. We're going to go a little bit personal. Okay. And we're going to challenge some popular world assumptions and take a look around. Okay. So I right now I'm seeing two guys. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm seeing Dapper Dan. Mm-hmm. And I'm <laughs> Thank seeing, you for naming him that. Yes. Dapper <laughs> Dan. And I'm seeing Clark Kent. Okay. Dapper um, Dan man. Yes, Dapper Dan is, I've been seeing Dapper Dan for like eight months, almost nine months now. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's cute. He's very cute. He's a really sweet guy. Um, But we had a talk several weeks ago that we are dating and it's a, a nice relationship and we both really enjoy it, but we aren't married and we don't have to pretend that it's a bigger relationship than it is you know we Mm -hmm. we are dating we see each other a couple times a week and it's not like we don't live together we haven't merged our families and our children and everything and right I said you know this isn't really enough for me you know to like this isn't like we're not moving towards something bigger right now okay you know we're just kind of dating and so I said I'm gonna start dating other people and you can start dating other people if you would like to as well. And then for several weeks, I didn't date anyone else. And then I did. Mm-hmm. And I started dating Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Clark Kent and I have been out four or five times now. Oh, wow. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got right to it. Yeah. But once I started seeing Clark Kent, 
I've started seeing him. And um, he's great. Mm -hmm. They're both super great. And they both know that the other one exists. Mm -hmm. One of them wants to know things about what the other situation is like. And the other one doesn't ask any questions and would rather not know about it. And I don't. I don't disclose anything about. I, I told the one who like wants to know. Right. Okay. I don't want to talk good. about it. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 a private it's a personal relationship. relationship. You know? Yeah. It's it's different. So um, today's show is going to be called "You Can't Cheat If You're Not Committed." <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not cheating. It's not cheating. They both know it's dating, and so I right. want to talk today about what is commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I want to talk about monogamy and mm-hmm. like the motivating factors for monogamy and how maybe that shifts a little bit in mm-hmm. today's day and age, at least for a woman like me. You know, um, I want to talk about how much fun it is to date more than one person, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to talk about dating in the old days when people mm. used to, you would date, like it wasn't a weird thing to, right. you know, have multiple suitors come to your door and you know right it it wasn't an odd thing and we've gotten into a very I feel like sometimes very black and white society like right if you've gone out with someone like once or twice that's the only person that you're supposed to be dating you know and and I don't know so and I think it'll be fun to talk with you too I was thinking well Heather you know like I was married for a long time and with only one person but you've been married for an extra long time. <laughs> <laughs> and monogamy is different. Like the things that we navigate in our lives are a little bit different. Yeah. Because of our relationship status. Well, it's it's funny that when you said I've been married for a long time, my brain said, yeah, but not to the same person. No. Well, because, you know, we, my husband and I both have, of course, we're the same people, mm-hmm. but we have both evolved a lot over the course of our marriage mm-hmm. so far. And so I feel like our marriage has had different seasons mm-hmm. where, you know, we've both been you know, just kind of like had different hobbies and different interests and things. And so it kind of feels like even though I've been married to the same person mm-hmm. that I have gotten to experience different parts of his personality and it feels like different seasons I think that's really nice. Like you obviously have, they always say, oh, you have to grow together, growing in the same direction, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of things. And I think that it's really nice that you guys have that there's whatever the common thread is, you guys just love each other and you make it continue to work. You know, you don't get, yeah. I, don't know, I maybe I have something in me that just makes me get bored, makes me get tired of the same thing well you know I've heard the same thing about growing together and growing in the same direction and I've even said it to you know about my own marriage you know that we've both changed a lot but we've changed in complementary ways Mm -hmm. you know but I do and I do think that well okay every marriage is different you know what one person says is the recipe for the perfect marriage is not going to work for another couple you know Mm -hmm. it's just you do we you just do your own thing you do what works for the two of you but I do definitely think that there have been times that we've grown 
up together and we've grown in complementary directions, maybe not the same direction, but in complementary directions. But the times when we have gone in what might to some people look like different directions, we still have this really solid foundation of just love and compassion for each other's people that just, you know, there have been times when he, you know, needs to go and, you know, explore some interest that he has and some hobby that he has and he just dives into it. And, and then, you know, there are times when I, you know, go and explore something like marathon running or something that takes Mm -hmm. a lot of time and energy. And, and, you know, I dive into that and we both kind of come back up to the surface and we both like check in with each other a lot. I like that. I mean, so I wanted to talk about a little bit about monogamy and like Mm -hmm. the motivating factors for monogamy. Okay. Right now, in my life, I cannot see viable reasons that I would lock myself to one person. Mm-hmm. I am financially independent. Right. I have a system and I manage my children and my life. Mm-hmm. My house is set up exactly how I like it mm-hmm. with only the stuff in it that I like. No one climbs in my bed and snores at night. <laughs> Somebody does do that in my life. Yeah. See, like, yeah. I mean, I think it's fantastic to have. So I have all these broad female relationships, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you go to lunch with your friend and you guys catch up and you laugh and you, you know, have a great time with your pal or whatever. And then you go out with your other girlfriend and, you know, the same thing. And you maybe it's different because you know, of just differences in people, different personalities, whatever. And I go out with all these people and it's wonderful. And I am having a hard time right now in my life saying, why why not that with men too, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's really no different. I get to go to lunch with lots of different interesting men. Um, the only part is I don't have to pay for it. And maybe <laughs> someone makes out with me at the end of it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just better than, uh, you know, like the female friendships are wonderful. I love them. But yeah. no one's going to make out with me at the end of it. I mean, unless I so chose, but. <laughs> you, you just never know. Like, I, I, so, so for me, you know, um, being like locked in with this one person, I guess it's someone to always go back to like that person has to put up with your shit like when you've married them I guess okay Um, yeah but I don't like right now I have trouble making a case for myself as to you know like the only reason that I could see that I would really settle down with someone is if I just felt absolutely so in love with them Mm -hmm. you know because sometimes I think when we get into a monogamous relationship have we done it for the right reasons have we like maybe we did it not because we really wanted to settle down but because we don't want you to be with someone else you know um the other person yeah uh uh-huh like like territorial like yeah like all right all right let's just make it just the two of us because I don't want you do it you know like so well that doesn't necessarily (laughs) mean that that's how what it's gonna be you know I it's an interesting question you know when you think about the divorce rate Mm -hmm. and how many statistically how many marriages do not last beyond I don't know what the what the average lifespan is of a marriage probably depends on how old they were and different life circumstances when they got married um you know but 
I think if we look at the number of people's people whose relationships don't stand the test of time, you know, possibly it is because they rushed into it or they didn't know each other well enough or they got married for reasons other than, um, you know, just that I can't imagine living my life without this person and let's make it official. Yeah, I think that a lot of different fact- financial factors mm-hmm. play in. And I think a lot of people who see them stay together because like a factors that's like, I have no choice. You know, they'll say, well, you know, it's this is better for my kids. This is, you know, um, I can't afford to, right. you know, live by, by myself. That would be hard. You know, mm-hmm. I was with um, a friend about a week ago and um, he was asking me, well, who are you dating now? You know, like, how are things going? You know, and I said, you know, I'm dating a couple different people and, you know, it's like, it's a lot of fun. You know, I, I really am, am enjoying it. And he, he's a married guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I don't, I don't get that option. I don't get that choice because, you know, she would, she would take half of what I have and I can't <laughs> like, like, not like, I, I mean, he, he, what his answer was, what he said is I, I, I wish I could do that, but she, she'll take half of what I have, you know, and she, she'd take away my kids. And I'm like, hmm. that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. You know, like, I'm and first of all, this guy has plenty. If he had half of what he had, he would still have more than enough. Um, but we get into situations where we decide what's important to us yeah. and whether it's the look of that relationship, the stability of, you know, I don't know. I, there are so many factors, so well, many things. In my work as as a coach, you know, I, I hear a lot about people's personal lives and, you know, the, the factors surrounding people's decisions and their lifestyles and what type of options are avail- that they feel are available to them for how they care for themselves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those options are shaped by the other person in their life, you know, and what their relationship with that person is like. And I have become aware of so many more ways that people arrange their lives with other people than in a traditional here is our house and you know here's our cars and you know here's all of our stuff and this is what we you know like what we think about as like a relationship on paper Mm -hmm. of like you know and you know like we've talked about before like in our in our show uh, let's talk about sex Mm -hmm. you know talking about different ways that people kind of barter for their intimacy needs to be taken care of yeah Mm -hmm. you know where i'm legally married to this person um and that's what it is now because i don't want to lose half of my stuff and if we split up then it's going to be a pain in the butt neither of us are into this anymore and so we each have relationships with other people and they come to an agreement where that's okay I personally would not want that, but yeah. I, I, I meet more and more people for whom the marriage is really on paper. Like we're married. We've got kids. We don't want to split up because of the kids. We don't want to split up because we're going to lose money or we're going to have to pay legal fees. So we might as well just stay in the marriage. 
but neither of us are emotionally connected to this union at all. Yeah. And that to me just it's feels really sad. That is an absolute shame. And I think there's more and more people living like that than we know. I, I think there are quite a few. In fact, I know an an older man who um he's been married probably, I don't know, forty five years, you know. Um and he has said, you know, I will always take care of my wife. Like I would make sure that she, you know, he's, mm-hmm. but they have no connection, you know, and they've mm-hmm. talked about, well, you know, can we have relationships outside of this? And being a little older and very traditionally rooted, that's a really difficult, you know, conversation mm-hmm. to have. So then people find themselves in a, in a spot where they're, emotional or physical or any variety of needs are not being met and they're not being offered a solution for how they can be met. And then we get into the slippery slope of exactly, you know, cheating and finding something else and all, all that kind of stuff. Well, so do Dapper, Dapper Dan, I always want to call him Dapper Dan man from (laughs) Oh Brother. Have you seen Oh Brother? Mm -mm. It's, you have to watch that movie and then you'll understand why I say Dapper Dan Man. Okay. So um, Dapper Dan and Clark Kent both know that you are dating other people. Like yes. you're, That they are not yes. your exclusive guy. And if a guy. really cool third guy comes along, I'm going to date him too. Okay. And so do you know if, are they also seeing other women? Um, Clark Kent says that... He dates where he can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, I don't know if he's actively seeing someone else right now. Dapper Dan is not seeing anyone else. As I, I don't, I don't believe. So if Clark Kent, you know, like you, Clark Kent knows you're dating somebody else and mm-hmm. him, and you know that he's dating you and ha- and. And dates where he can. <laughs> right. So if he, if you called him up and you were like, hey, what are you doing for dinner? Let's go out someplace. And he said, oh, I've got a date. How would you feel? Um, I don't think he would say I have a date. He would say I have other plans. Okay. But if you, if you knew <laughs> that I have other plans means I have a date. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we've only been out four or five times mm-hmm. it's totally his prerogative i mean that's that's at this point that's fine yeah there may come a day that i don't feel fine with yeah. that like, yeah right now I, obviously i can look out into the world and i can see that probably like three years from now i'm just not going to get to be hanging out and having two boyfriends <laughs> <laughs> But maybe, who knows, maybe it just works out great for everyone. And we're just happy that we see each other a couple times a week. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just get to date both of them forever. Um. <laughs> well, I asked my, you know, like when I just asked that question to you, you know, I also asked it to myself, of course. And, you know, I kind of feel the same way. I kind of feel like it would depend on how I felt about the person. Right. If, and, and I think that your reaction would tell you how you feel about the person. Right. Because if if your initial reaction was to get bristled up and say, oh, what do you mean you have other plans? Mm-hmm. Like, who who are you going out with? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Blah, blah, blah. That would be a signal that, oh, I, I have feelings for this person. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's truly a casual 
dating somebody, then it could kind of take the pressure off of like, oh, good, I don't have to be this person's one and only, right? You know, because he's got he's got other things going on too, and then I don't have to make this be bigger than it is before it needs to be. I think what's nice about where I am, as well as where both of these men are, is that we are all very happy, fulfilled, independent people on our own. That's we so all have important. our own stuff going on. We're all like, I'm not all like, I, you know, like I need you to entertain me. You know, I don't, I don't need you to entertain me. Like half the time, it's finding time in the schedule to right. see to see one another you know it's crap your week's busy my week sucks too you know like all right well let's let's go for wednesday you know like uh so i i think that it's nice dating people who aren't all hung up on you know i dated a guy for a while who had nothing going on in his life except that he liked me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I hated it so much. Like I like attention. I, I am such a whore for attention. I'm like, look at me, yay! It's so nice. Um, but I don't want to be yeah. the only interesting thing in your life. Right. You need to be interesting on your own mm-hmm. for me to want to date you. Like, yeah. Y- you you know like I read this article about the thing that puts people together is when they find one another fascinating, Mm -hmm. when I can never know enough about you because you are so cool. You know, like that's what, that's what, you know, draws people in. And if you have nothing going for yourself, I'm not going to stay fascinated (laughs) by you for very long. You know, like you really got to have your own stuff going on, you know? And well, plus there's kind of something to, to be said for playing hard to get or being hard to get. You know, I I think that you know, somebody's a lot more interesting when they've got a lot going on, and um, you know, it it whether or not somebody is intentionally trying to be hard to get. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting when somebody's got a lot of stuff going on, and there's a lot to unpack, mm-hmm. and getting to kind of just I like to observe people, and just yeah. I'm just such a curious person. I just you know, when when somebody's got lots of projects cooking and they're going here and they're going there, that's interesting. You know, mm-hmm. it, it keeps me entertained trying to follow what they're doing with their life. I think, too. So Clark Kent has a super busy schedule mm-hmm. and, you know, involved in legislative session, which started, you know, last week, Tuesday mm-hmm. here in the great state of Florida. Uh, so it's a it's very, very busy season. Mm-hmm. So to me, it is a real sweetness and a real like it makes me feel really really good that every morning he texts me good morning like before he starts his day yeah like and that he takes time out a few times during his day just to check in with me Mm -hmm. you know I think that's really sweet like and Dagger Dan is super super wonderful and when we are together he gives me his undivided attention Mm mm-hmm but he's not always good with remembering just to check in and see, you know, how yeah. do, he's improved a lot. Like, <laughs> you know, but but he's not not always and he's got a lot of things going on, which I understand. But feeling like a priority is such an important piece of like love language to me, like mm-hmm. that, that I need to feel like. You're thinking about me, yeah. you, you know, yeah. like I just very seen, you know, mm-hmm. um, and 
that is one of the nicest gifts, like to to me, you know, that yeah. you know, this guy took a moment out amidst all the crazy to be thinking about me, you know, yeah. like that. I think that's a real sweetness. I think I really, really like that, you know. So, I mean, they're both great. I enjoy being with both of them. I'm going to ride this wave as long as I can until one yeah. of them asks for more or asks for less or, you know, whatever. Or- Everybody is in the is in the know. You know, nobody right. is being deceived or nobody thinks that they're in an exclusive relationship. And right. I think that's the key. What's interesting is so since Dapper Dan has been around a while, um, and Dapper Dan lives in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So he has his his children and my children know each other. My kids kind of know this guy. Right. right. Yeah. So they asked me when I started um, dating Clark Kent. They said, are you cheating mm. on Dapper Dan? Right. So, so the kids brought this new this new variable in. And that's when I kind of said, well, no, mm-hmm. because it's honest. It's not cheating if it's honest, you know. Right. That's well, and, yeah, you know, I think so. And I said, no. Um, Dapper Dan knows that I'm going to go out with other people. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this. Dapper Dan and I are good friends, and we are dating, mm-hmm. and but we are not exclusively dating. And this is obviously a very foreign concept to my children. <laughs> like they're like, you're either with one person or right. you're not mm-hmm. with anyone you know what I mean yeah. like, like yeah I and can see that. it's it's kind of neat you know that my kids now have all these questions you know like you know is Dapper Dan okay is Dapper Dan still <laughs> hanging in there you know and like and and uh you know, I don't know. It's it, it's interesting to manage with your children, like well, yeah. to figure out how to teach your children. Like, but I want my kids to know you don't have to just lock into something. As I want, I think the thing to display for them is honesty and to let them know I'm not right. I'm not sneaking around with Clark Kent behind Deborah Dan's back. Right. You know, like. Well, I I think about when you bring your kids' perspectives into it. You know, I wonder if. I was a mother of a daughter and she was of dating age or maybe like college, you know, a little beyond that. And, you know, to where she's in a sexual part of her life. Mm -hmm. And um, I wonder whether or not I would have like this maybe a double standard in my mind, because on one hand, I would feel like. Well, no, you don't need to tie yourself down to the first person you meet or you don't need to tie yourself down to somebody really soon after starting a relationship with them. Uh, You know, keep your options open, get to know a lot of people, you know, find out about different people and, and how you interact with different types of personalities and what you like. But at the same time, I think I would have a certain level of nervousness about having multiple sexual partners and what that you because know, it just brings in different variables for a young woman. Well, I mean, yeah. I, so I think there's a, certainly a conversation about about safety, right. you know, and and whatnot, you know, at, at that point. But I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I've always you're, been with just throughout one person. the course of time. You've probably been with more than one person, you know. Like, just happens to be. At the same time. At the same time. <laughs> I just think, the same you know, window of time. I think yeah. it's interesting to think about what would be appropriate for 
me or you and what I would consider to be appropriate for my child. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, well, Mm -hmm. wait a second. You know, you better be, you know, just be careful because, Mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. Different diseases, different people. You don't know what their Mm -hmm. person, what their health is like. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you start kind of, you know, incorporating that into your life, there's a certain level of responsibility that you need to take for you know your safety mm-hmm. and your health and somebody else's health and so it's it was i just noticed how my brain shifted when i shifted into mom mode yeah mm-hmm. you know aside from like liberated woman of like you know you're in charge of of your life to well wait a second be careful <laughs> you need to be careful <laughs> you're going to see too right suit up <laughs> Um, so last time that we were together, you came up with Heather's headline. Right. Yeah. Heather's headline. Mm-hmm. So Pluto. I came up with something as well. Okay. What is it? Chrissy's very cursory Google search. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let's see what the world thinks about the dating multiple men. Okay. And I did a little Google search and you know what it gave me? Lots of articles from Cosmopolitan magazine. <laughs> okay, that's our that's our um, authority on dating. Uh, apparently, <laughs> Cosmopolitan has a lot to say about it. Um, I I was like, what do I Google like to find this? So I googled multiple suitors. It gave me a bunch of results on um, sports. I was gonna say I don't know that suitors is a word people use anymore um, for dating. It also came up with playing the field. Okay, yeah, I think that's Playing relevant. Playing the field, yeah. Um, yeah, Cosmopolitan Magazine has some terrible advice. Yeah, they do have like, terrible advice. Part, one, of, one of the uh, pieces of advice I saw on the Cosmopolitan Magazine was, uh, they said, if you really want to have fun playing the field, invite three or four guys that you are interested in dating all to your house at the same time and play what? hostess and, you know, flirt oh. with all of them and be, and I'm like, that's a terrible, terrible, that sounds like terrible a idea. terrible idea. Terrible. That's the worst idea. The only good advice in Cosmopolitan Magazine was don't date people from the same friend group. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like if four guys are friends, don't date two of them. Seems like good yeah, advice. I, yeah. That's just asking for trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although then like you might like, well, I don't know. I mean, that could also lead to some interesting interactions if, like, they have a fight over you. I mean, <laughs> and then you have to say, guys, don't fight over me. I like dating, <laughs> but I don't like drama. I would hate that. I that would be very uncomfortable. That. <laughs> that, that is not like. I just want to date you. I want to go to dinner. I want to have nice conversation. I want to make out with you at the end of the day. And that's it. Like, yeah. I don't want, I don't want to run into the other guy that I'm dating. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want any awkwardness. Well, yeah, I think that's good advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. else do they say? Um, I learned, this was not from Cosmopolitan Magazine, I learned that there's a difference between courtship and dating. Oh. And that courtship is usually uh, being involved with the intention of marrying. Okay. 
but that uh, true courtship, like if done appropriately, there should be no physical, like there's no kissing, there's no whatever. It's it's uh, more formal than dating. It's like you sit around the parlor and talk or whatever, and you then they go home. You know, I like to read. Um, I like to read historical accounts. And I'm really interested in um, culture and society and, and, you know, just kind of life and social mores through different periods of time. And one thing I notice and that I always kind of bristle at is, you know, in the kind of in the framework of courting and courtship Mm -hmm. of um, of a man asking a a woman's father permission Mm -hmm. to court her and just kind of feeling like. You know, that's so outdated. So that would not happen yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it from my modern but lens. But they still would ask to like your dad if they can marry you. Well, when when my husband and I got engaged, he did not ask my dad. He didn't? No. And I asked Was your dad mad? No. I don't know. I don't think he was mad. Um okay, well, so I think that he had tried to meet with my dad somehow and they weren't able he wasn't able to make it happen Mm -hmm. and so he just proposed and I asked him have you talked to my dad and he said no and I said well you need to because like in my cultural mindset Uh that is what happens and then they they did talk they went out for a meal or something and Mm -hmm. and I guess my dad gave him his blessing or whatever right. uh-huh. like we were going to get married either way right and my parents both loved him and you right. know there was no mm-hmm. reason like this was not going to go forward but it's just like a formality that I think that people just still do take and you know yeah. take seriously mm-hmm. and, it, and I do think that it is um something that even if it's not you don't need somebody's permission to get married but I think it's still kind of a courtesy even though it's a little bit offensive I mean, for me, when I got married, I was really young, and it really was kind of a transition from one home it, yes, to the next one. That can you know, be. like for for a lot of people nowadays, you graduate college, you go out, you get an apartment for a few years, then you meet somebody, then you you know, it, it's a little different. But for me, I was leaving my family home to go directly into this new thing, and. I think my dad would have not been happy if my ex-husband wouldn't have asked him. Um, I think we did it together. I, if, yeah. I, if I if I recall correctly, I think that we both sat down with my parents uh, like before we were engaged and said we are thinking of getting engaged yeah. and whatever. Uh, my ex-husband told his parents on his own. Like I was actually there at the house, but I knew I was supposed to stay upstairs so that he could go down <laughs> and talk to them and try to get his grandma's diamond <laughs> so we could get married. <laughs> so, so you know, so you're gonna be wearing that anymore. So you know, you, you know that thing you got in a safe deposit box. Let's get that. Let's get that sucker out. You know. <laughs> I gave that back to their family, by the way. It's the right thing to do. That is the right thing to do. The right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So my cursory Google search. Yeah basically said that's totally cool to date multiple people and you should do it and that's what I want to say on our show today it's not taboo it's fine you don't have to be a serial monogamist you don't have to date one person at a time you're dating you're not married and that's what I told my children I said you know like I like 
these guys and maybe there will come a day with one of them that, you know, we both want something more. And the Cosmopolitan did give what I thought to be fairly good advice for when you decide it's time to lock it down with someone. Right. They said, you don't have to do big flowery nonsense, you know, breakups or anything. You just call the other people and you say, hey, this has been cool, but there's somebody that I want to be exclusive with now. Yeah. And I really like that. I like that direct and Uh that honest. And I don't know. I think as long as you're keeping it honest, you should date whoever strikes your fancy. And like I said, I'm really looking to add at least a third one to the mix. (laughs) Are you taking applications? I'm taking applications. So yeah, (laughs) if anybody's like, oh, I would like to hook her up with this guy, you know, like let's, let's play the field and let's see where we end up. Well, I love to play matchmaker. I'm not good at it. Oh, but I like to do it. I like to pretend that I'm great (laughs) at it. I have um, a, a girlfriend from college who met a boy that I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. I like to pretend that it was like my magic matchmaking, <laughs> but it was really that I just took her to a party <laughs> that he was at and they found each other right. and I didn't even realize it was happening. But I take credit <laughs> for take like credit her babies. Like, like, I'm like, I'm like, look at these beautiful children that yeah. exist because of me. If it wasn't you for know? me, you wouldn't even know me, each other. You guys wouldn't even have met. You know, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like the matchmaker too. Well, well, good luck with your search. Thank you. Your, thank your you. Um, interview process. And you know, the more people you meet and you spend time with, you really figure out what you like, what you don't like, mm-hmm. you know, what, what works for you. And you're not going to, if you just lock yourself in with one person and you're not entirely sure that that's the right person, then I think that's more of a setup for problems in the future, you know, like... I think as long as everybody knows what's going on and everybody's above board, then it's totally fine to see more people, more than one person at a time. Well, we'll, we'll stay updated on it. Yeah, we'll stay updated on it. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Hopefully I can keep them both for a long time because they're both really super great. It sounds like they are. It yeah. sounds like they're both really nice guys. They're incredible men. Yeah. And I'm happy to have them in yeah. my world. Well, that's that's great. Yay for you. Yay for me. And until next time, folks, go find us on Instagram. Tell us about um, your multiple suitors. (laughs) Uh, Tell us about why uh, I should just be monogamous. (laughs) See if you can convince me. Um, Or if you know anybody that Chrissy should should date. Oh, yeah. Go do that. Post (laughs) pictures, okay? (laughs) Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Deep voice guy, how'd we do? I think you ladies did absolutely fabulous. And for those of you looking to increase your dosage, make sure to connect with The Chrissy and Heather Show on Facebook and Instagram.